Welcome to Amalgam, a podcast focusing on creatives and entrepreneurs. You can enjoy the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and YouTube. If you would like to get in touch or support the show, please visit AmalgamPodcast.com. Check out the blog for each episode on the Apple News app and follow us on Instagram at Amalgam Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to check out our show and please enjoy this new episode. This is episode 19 of the Amalgam Podcast. I have a good, good friend with, with me right now, Chris Christensen. He's a YouTuber and an entrepreneur. What's up, Chris? What is up, Corbin? <laughs> What's going on, dude? Not not a lot. I've been I've wanted to get you on the podcast for a while because we started, you could kind of call these hobby projects, right? Yeah. Similar, similar time frames. I started mine last year. You, yep. You're about to hit a year right now yep. with your YouTube channel. Tell us what, tell us about your YouTube channel. What is it? Yeah. You know, it's like that typical uh, nerd gamer, you know, like you, you play enough games and you watch some YouTube videos and you think you can do it. So that's kind of what started it. Uh, playing a lot of games, always grew up doing it. You know, I've got a family and a wife and kids and you always have these decisions as an adult. Like you can go and spend your weekends getting in trouble or you can go downstairs, roll up on Netflix, turn on your video games and chill out. So that's kind of the path I took. And I've been playing games since I was, you know, a toddler. I remember having an Atari back at my, you know, dad's back in the day. And so I thought I'm already playing games on the weekends and on nights, you know, so why not record it? Why not turn this hobby into more of a passion project? And that's really how it started. It was just me without any expectations saying, I'm already doing this. I'm having fun doing it. So let's put it out for the world to see. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and try to blow up. I'm not worried about the views. It's just something I wanted to do. And that's, what's been so much fun so far. Cool. So like, um, just to learn something new, try something different, get step out, branch out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not one to say that I always want to jump out of my comfort zone. You know, you hear these cliches like you got to step out of your comfort zone if you want to grow. You know, it's true, but it wasn't that I wanted to step out of my comfort zone. It was just like, you know what? It's something I want to try. Like I might as well do it. Like if I'm already putting in this much effort doing one thing, why not just take it to the next level and just see what happens? And so it just kind of grown from there and it's become something I look forward to doing every single week. Like it's become a total passion project. You got the bug. Oh yeah. I love it. Like it's fun. Like it's, it's addicting. What, um, we have, I don't think we've introduced it. What, what is your channel called? So my channel is called Telesplash Gaming. So the name Telesplash is always the name of my in-game character. So from the time I can remember, I created this character. uh, I believe it was actually the original Diablo. I created a character named Telesplash, a mage. And ever since then, every one of my in-game characters name is Telesplash. And so it was just the first thing that came to mind. Uh, so I just took it and ran with it and called it Telesplash Gaming. Telesplash Gaming. Yeah. And um, let's see here. As you're about a year into it, what was the steepest learning curve for you? The biggest learning curve for me was just the basics of filming and then yeah. video editing. Um, you know, you everybody has a cell phone, so everybody has a really good camera nowadays. Yeah. Uh, the problem is if you don't know how to use a camera, it doesn't matter if you're using a point and click it has terrible resolution or you have a 4k cell phone if you don't really know what you're doing it makes a big difference and that was my biggest thing is i was like okay i've got a cool camera like i can use this you know i've got a cell phone it works great and it did okay but the problem is i didn't know how to use even my cell phone to film you know like it was shaky i didn't have audio equipment like it was just garbage and so the biggest learning curve was the audio and the filming and then once you film it you put on your computer and you're like this video sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're watching like other people and you're like, wow, their videos are awesome. That's easy. And then you load up yours and it's like shaky, you know, third person ghetto Blair Witch style footage. And you're <laughs> like, what happened? Like I just, I was playing Pac-Man and like I recorded myself and that looks like I'm playing like literally a 1980s game Pac-Man in the 1980s with a VHS camera. Like what right. happened to my 4k footage? Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, well, cause now We've seen, you've showed me the green screen room you, in, yeah. your, in, in your office. We're in your office now where you've got quite a few different setups regarding uh, just w- depending on what you're doing. And can we, can we walk through your stations a sure. little bit? We got your, your 
desk with a computer. Yeah, obviously. so on the sides, I got my computer, and as you see, I got like a laptop opened up, and then I have a second laptop next to it. So it always starts off with like, oh, I just need one more thing. That's how it goes. Like, I just <laughs> okay. need one more really good mic. Like, I just need one more mic. That's it. Like, I just need a dynamic mic. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now I need a different type of dynamic mic because this one's not doing it. I can justify every purchase with some excuse that I needed. So I've got, you know, I got like a ring light for behind the camera. I have a 4K Logitech Brio webcam attached because, you know, I need 4K because that's important. I've never used the 4K once, but I needed it. I, I, did, I wanted to future proof everything. And then, you know, one laptop wasn't enough. So I had to buy a second gaming laptop to record my gameplay footage because that is important because my first laptop did it perfectly. So I needed two of them to make sure that in case my first laptop broke, I'd have a backup. So what, you got one, one dedicated to just recording you and then one playing the game? I have one dedicated to screen capturing okay. and recording all gameplay footage. And then the second one I use mainly for my video editing. So it's a little bit more powerful. Okay. Okay. Um, but make no mistakes about it. That original laptop was not meant for any of this. It's just turned into the... Okay. Gaming slash game recording. But, you know, everything I bought, I've tried to buy used yeah. um, just to save some money. But like my uh, Yeti mic, my dad got me for a birthday slash Christmas present. It's the XLR USB version. So I kind of future proof yep. that. Yep. But yeah, I got my Yeti mic. I've got a blue snowball as a backup in case the Yeti decides to go out. You know, you got to have six mics lined up. And then, you know, two laptops, two gaming laptops. I've got uh, a couple different lights. Um, and, and then, then, and then over here, yeah, can you tell me what what do you need to set up your TV if you wanted to record yourself playing video games? Yeah, so you know that's another thing that took a while because there's a lot of different options. One, you can use just a webcam, and you can import your footage of you on your webcam using a program called like OBS, which records yourself and your gameplay footage at the same okay. time. That's what a lot of streamers use, okay. and they incorporate um, overlays. And there's different websites called like Streamlabs. They will help you with that. They'll give you overlays. You can buy them and they'll kind of set you up with like your donation buttons and things like that. I haven't really gotten to that since I'm doing more of like the editing and um, the production side. But if yeah. I got more into streaming, I'd use that. But for me, what I will do if I'm doing like a let's play, I will rec you record myself with just a standard camera. So I'll you set up my, um, I have a Panasonic Lumix G7, which is not the newest, but it does record in 4K. It's a nice camera to record myself playing a game. And then I use that gaming laptop to actually record the gameplay footage. Okay. And then what I do is I'll usually clap, you know, like old school clapper, like, you know, ready, clap. And I will pull in my footage in my editing software of me playing the game over the actual gameplay. Got you. Okay. So and that took a little bit to get it, squared well, away. Yeah. I mean, just like, you know, syncing audio together. Yeah. So it took me a while to figure out like, how do I, like, you know, you think you know what you're doing and then you're watching your gameplay footage and let's say you die in the game. And then 45 seconds later, I'm complaining. It's like, okay, obviously my audio is out of sync. Okay. And so that's when I started like reading YouTube forums and things and people like, hey, do a loud clap, do something. And there's a huge spike in your audio. So you know exactly, you know, what you're doing. So like what I'll do is I will typically, when I'm getting ready to press the start button on my game, I'll look at the camera and go, okay, I'm going to start in three, two, one and start. And that way I see the screen say start and I know I press the button. So I'm within like half a second and then it's yeah. good. Yeah. And then you just import it. So it's really easy. But, you know, that kind of stuff is, it's, it's easy now. But if you don't know what you're doing, which I was right there, it was a monster to climb. I mean, it was terrible. Like, it was hard. Like, it was, I mean, I love playing the games. And it was like, I don't even want to play games right now. Like, I just want to go edit my footage and figure it out. You know, yeah. like, I, I got to fix this. And uh, it was rough. It was, yeah, because on the production end, I like, I do all the editing for the podcast. And I love. I love that part. I love learning that part yeah. and trying to just slightly each time making it incrementally mm -hmm. better. And then when you look at you know, six months back or whatever, yeah. you have, you feel way better about your progress. So we've kind of talked about what sort of gear you operate with. Let's yeah. talk about your green screen room real cool. quick and we'll close that out. Yeah. What is in that room? So I have my green screen room set up basically when I'm doing, let's say like game lists or I'm just talking about gaming. It doesn't actually require me to be playing the game. Okay. So I'll set up my green screen and a lot of my work is on the green screen. So I have um, a couple soft boxes set up at an angle. I, I would say like, you know, 45 degrees, let's say they're set up at the green screen to light up. A, that's a light. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Soft, yep, box. soft box lights. Okay. Um, so there are two, one on each side of the green screen pointed directly at the green screen, not on me. And then I have an additional soft box right next to my camera that's on me. So I'm getting like my direct 
um, light on my face and kind of illuminating me while my green screen behind me is lit up. So it kind of separates that way when I go into um, editing, it'll separate me from the green screen and make it a lot smoother. So you're not having like weird edges. I'm not glowing around my green screen. And so that makes a big difference. And let's tell the audience what, how is a green screen deployed? Like, what are you actually doing in the editing software with that green screen? Yeah. So a lot of times you hear like, oh, green screen, or they'll say, sometimes you see a blue screen and it can really be any color. But what you do is you basically have this screen behind you that's green or, you know, red or blue, whatever color you want. And you make sure not to wear anything that is that color. And that's typically why green is picked because, you know, your skin tones, not, not much green in, uh, skin tones, you know, clothing's pretty easy to find something not with, with, without green. And what you do in the editing is you're basically removing the green screen from the footage. So I'll be standing in front of a camera talking kind of like a weatherman where it's just me and a screen that's green behind me. It's very ugly and very basic if you just saw the footage. Um, but I go in my editing software and I just click a button that says remove green you know this, it's a this chroma color key. this color yep. of yeah yep. the rgb value exactly so I, it's a, called a chroma key and i remove whatever color i want and i click on it and then i can adjust the value so usually you click on it it makes it kind of a gray because it's very light and then you just adjust it to like okay i want it to be this opaque or this transparent i want the edges feathered or i don't and it basically removes it and then you put a, an image or a video right above it and whatever image or video you have in your editing software that's above your green screen footage ends up being the footage that would be where the green screen is. Right. So it's really cool. So for instance, if you have a picture of the ocean and you want to have that as your background, I would stand in front of a green screen, take a picture, and then I would say remove the green and the picture of the ocean that I have loaded up would now become my background. So that's, you know, obviously it's very basic, but that's what a lot of movies are filmed on a gigantic green set. Yeah, where like a it's, warehouse. Of- it's very boring, honestly, when you see how footage is done now. It's like, geez, that's not even fun. Like it's just, a guy in a Spider-Man costume running around a big green set. And yeah, they with the harness. And yeah. Yeah. It is like that. Like the whole movie 300 is filmed in a, in a warehouse. And yeah. There's nothing around. No, I mean, it's in the movie. It's a great movie and it's very epic. But when you're filming something <laughs> like that, I can only imagine that. It, like how lame that would it's be nothing, Like there's nothing epic about the filming. They're just yeah. a bunch of guys half dressed, oiled up, <laughs> and they're in front of a big green screen, you know? Like yeah. they're doing crunches and pull-ups in the corner. And then they pop in front of that green screen and they film another scene and then the computer does all the rest of the work. Yeah, back to the yeah, to the snack table. Yeah. Yeah, I it would be weird to stay motivated and in character. But yeah. I when you talk about just like a subtle way for you to add a cool dynamic to your videos, it is cool. And what I like about your videos is when you talk about a game that trailer's playing behind mm-hmm. you or whatnot. And especially in some of the old games, it's fun to watch some of the old video game trailers. And like, this is how they used to market video games Mm -hmm. back in the day. This was what good graphics were back in the day. Yeah. Because that's part of our generation really is that we have that bridge of like, of all video games, essentially. Mm -hmm. You could say, like you mentioned, uh, growing up uh, with Atari, like you remember that. And so, I mean, you can't really go much farther than that before it's the dawn of video games. So I, I think that it's special. And it's fun and it's cool that you're doing the YouTube channel with a, mi- a multitude of what's coming out new, but also what's happened in the past. Like there's exactly. gems that people have not played in the past and yeah, you can still fire those up. Which speaking of, let's talk a little bit about some of these systems you've bought. Because I, I collect all my old games for sure. Because yeah. I hope my kids want to play the Game Boy, regular Game Boy games and all the old Super Nintendos and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What's cool about the Switch now is they're doing that that uh nintendo online yeah they're bringing retro home which is nice yeah it's so nice but you've got a a modded ps2 is that what and when ps2 was what like what year was that like 2000 2000 you know it was like the main kind of the 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 real big splash the playstation 2 yeah it was like it's the best-selling console of all time and it's one of my favorites and it's my favorite because it was a time when i was in high school and i really was into other things you know i was into sports you know you're you're so busy going to school, you're into your friends, you get your license, you have so much going on that even though I was gaming quite a bit, I missed a ton of great titles and games back then. And so this opportunity arose for me to buy a modded PS2 with almost every single North American game on it. So I've got four terabytes of PlayStation 2 games on it. And uh, that's by far my favorite system in terms of just nostalgia it's super yeah. cool yeah um more games than you'll ever get to i mean it's just yeah you know i, I don't have enough time to play the games i want to play 
but it's really cool. It looks good in the game room. And when I need to get gameplay footage for my channel, yeah. I have it. And that's the biggest thing. That's, you know, I don't want to uh, be shorthanded. You know, you don't, right. you don't need all these things to start a YouTube channel. You can have a cell phone and a good personality and get you going. But if I can make it a little bit easier on myself by having some of these resources, then I'm going to take advantage of them. And luckily I'm in a position that I can, I could buy this modded PS2. So yeah. Yep. So I got that there. Well, what I noticed about you is you, like you've mentioned, you're a deal hunter. You oh, know, yeah. you don't, you don't necessarily, I don't know. You could call some of them impulse buys, I'm yeah. sure, but whatever. They're not, yeah. they're not brand new out of the box stuff. No, I'm, I'm a Facebook leg. marketplace stalker for sure. Like I'm always <laughs> on Facebook marketplace, Craigslist, yard sales, uh, value village, goodwill. I mean, I'm, there is no place. There's no stone left unturned for me when right. it comes to finding stuff. So. so you would say, check those places out if you want to find this. They're great. Stuff. Yeah. People throw away the best stuff. I mean, you know, people get tired of having stuff lying around collecting dust and they throw some pretty cool hidden gems away, whether it's in gaming or antiques or, or stereo any hobby, equipment stereo or, equipment, yeah. microphones. Uh, yeah. I'm on the hunt for a nice little 5.1 surround sound system with an amp just to throw it. Like if I want to ever do that in the master bedroom or yeah. something random like that or a shop, whatever you just throw people yeah. to give away, you know, and brand new stuff like that. Oh, like yeah. Five, 600 bucks. Yeah. You know, and you pay like a buck 50 or 150. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. It's nice. I mean, you can buy it new, but if yeah. you're patient and you're just, Keep your eyes open. I mean, yep. and people like to upgrade. People like the newest stuff, just like cars. Yep. So yeah. you might find the guy that has a few extra bucks lying around who wants the latest and greatest. And, you know, maybe his 5.1 surround sound doesn't have Bluetooth. So now he wants the Bluetooth version. And you're like, well, I don't really care about Bluetooth. So he's yep. selling it for hundred bucks on Craigslist. And there you go. Scored. Yeah, so, exactly. Yep. We could dive into a little bit of you, you creating, how do you create your videos? And so my follow-up question is kind of what's your workflow? And Another question into mm -hmm. that would be like, how do you choose what to make a video about? Yeah. So, you know, I don't want anybody to be, uh, you know, blinded. I don't have some huge subscriber. I'm at 670 subscribers, hundred percent organic, you know, no sub for sub, anything weird like that. And that's why my expectations were, I just want to put out content that I enjoy, Yep. but you have to be consistent. And okay. so that with the workflow and the way that kind of, you know, circles back is that you have to be consistent with your uploads. And so I post at least once a week, typically Sunday, mon Sunday mornings, Monday mornings, the latest, I have a video uploaded. And when it comes to planning out my workflow, uh, in the beginning, it was tough because you're basically starting from scratch and you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And so, you know, in your mind, you think you have a couple of good ideas, uh, but once you get rid of those two or three ideas, you're completely done. So once you get those uh, two or three ideas out of the way, you know, it's like, okay, now what do I do? And so the first couple of videos I did, I mean, I would be doing research Sunday, okay. filming Monday, editing Monday, and then putting on my channel. And then it's like Tuesday, you're like, okay, I got to think of a new video. I mean, it's stressful. Like, it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, I did this for fun. And now I'm like so stressed out. Like I can't go to dinner tonight. I need to go plan my next video. And so I've gotten a lot better because that, that's not what it's about. It's about having fun and I really enjoy doing it. So what I've done lately is just made a list on my phone or my computer of videos I want to do. And so okay. those videos are typically ones that if I'm in a bind, I can create something. The great thing about doing anything with technology, gaming, I mean, really for the most part, anything, because the world just is always changing mm -hmm. is that Monday morning I can wake up and be like, I don't know what I'm going to do a video on this week. And by Wednesday, there's three new releases. There's something new, exciting, a new press release, you know, and it's like, okay, never mind. I can do a video on that because right. I'm excited about it. Somebody's got their like conference that they had. Exactly. Or and so there's always something. I mean, and, and the nice thing with gaming is that you have, you know, 50 years, I mean, not quite, but you know, at least from like the seventies arcades, some of the Vectric stuff, but for sure eighties on, I mean, thousands of games. So I could, it's easy to say, you know what, I'm just going to play an old retro game today, do a quick review on it and move forward. So right. there's always content for me. Um, but I like to do a lot of lists and like to use that green screen quite a bit. So yeah. sometimes it's like, okay, I want to do a cool video. Um, but there's so much fun stuff with gaming that, the workflow in the beginning was hard, but as you start getting more and more used to it, ideas come to you all the time. And it's almost to the point now where it's like, I don't have enough time to film all of these. Uh, so like right now I've got three or four videos that I really want to film, but I'm like, I don't have time to edit three or four this week to put them all out. So I'm going to pick two and put out these two, you know? So that's kind of, it's a nice feeling because in the beginning it was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm a little nervous about 
okay, uh, I'm going to record like what game came out that I can go buy and record real fast, you know, right. kind of hard to pull a trigger on stuff. Exactly. And now it's like, okay, I got plenty of stuff. Now I need to like take a, I wish like the world would slow down for a week so I could catch up and do some right. stuff. Like take a week off and just burn through as much. Oh yeah. As I wish I could take a week and just film edit and just do about two months worth. But I've, right. I've got a couple of weeks worth right now. Like I've got a couple of weeks worth filmed and that way I've always got something. And if something comes up and my weekends taken or my nights, I'm not stressed out about it. You're yeah. You're backlogged a little bit on, exactly. the, on what you can publish. Yep. That's awesome. So you mentioned very humbly that you, you don't have, you said you have 700 subscribers or so, like six, 672. Yep. Who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> but every time I've looked, it's, it's grown and, yeah. and it's just been a year and it's something that you don't spend a full time job no. doing or anything. So any growth really at that point yeah. is awesome. Like you could have zero to a hundred and you'd be like, I have a hundred, exactly. you know, but to me, close to a grand on a hobby project is pretty sweet. Yeah. Because that, I'm sure you've noticed that it kind of started to pick up a little faster sure. at a certain point. Now, as that happens, what do you, what's changed in your long-term versus your short-term goals? And I know like short-term, you've mentioned, you just want to get some, somebody to kind of sponsor you in a way by either sure. gifting you some sort of, uh, gaming stuff sure right what what's kind of happened as you've realized yeah, so, wow this is working yeah so i mean so starting off like i, I don't want to say that i i don't like or i hate it's just when youtubers when people start a gaming channel or anything and then they have let's say a a quick like i want people to give me stuff and it's like you haven't established yourself it always drives me a little crazy because i'm like no why would anybody give you anything like mm -hmm. it's like you haven't proven yourself to even make a good video yet right and i don't want to you know discourage people from doing it but my goal has never been to take away from anybody on youtube it's been to give youtube and people watching everything that i have and if they enjoy my content i would love for somebody to say hey we love your channel like we just want to send you like a t-shirt right you know like i would love for capcom to say hey we saw your video on some funny game covers and we just want to send you like a Mega Man t-shirt. I'd be like, dude, I, that's fine. Like, that's like what I did it for. Like, that's amazing to get anything. I'm not asking for any freebies. I, I There's no particular like goal you want yeah. or thing you want. It's just yeah. the idea of like what you're putting out there. The community is wrecked. Exactly. And people talk about wanting to get monetized at a thousand subscribers and maybe uh, start making money. Uh, but that's, I mean, I'm not going to make money at a thousand subscribers. I, that's not my goal. Like I don't, you know, I have a great job. So, I don't want to say money's not an issue because money's always an issue, but right. I'm not like, okay, I have to make it or I'm going to fail in life. Like for me, it's like, Hey, I don't need to make money doing YouTube. I enjoy doing it. It's a hobby. So for me, if it's a thousand subscribers or a hundred thousand, my routine and my passion behind it isn't going to change. You're obviously going to be, you know, have sponsors and people be probably more forthcoming by giving you stuff through like gaming companies and t-shirt companies and stickers and, you know, Hey, here's a game, review it and give us a shout out when you have a hundred thousand subscribers. Cause you have a lot of people. Um, but for me, it's never been about that. It's just the, the growth and the journey. And since then I've gotten a free game from Capcom, um, from my buddies at gaming off the grid, another channel, they got it from Capcom and passed it on to me. So that was a free Castlevania game. Nice. And, uh, a large company called games, which is a G A E M S. They're known for their uh, system protection in the cases with built-in screens. That's been my best video. They've gotten in contact with me and I have a pretty sweet grappling match with uh, the, their marketing director. So basically, we're going to do a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu match. And if I win, I get to take home their brand new $350 game Sentinel system. So he's got a pretty good beating headed his way for sure. Yeah. So we'll take care of that. But and that, That's a good point to mention. Chris is the one. I've, I've talked about starting Jiu-Jitsu on the podcast before, but you're the one who got me into that. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and that's also kind of a segue into but I want to talk about this this match because it's going to sure. be hilarious. Yeah. And it's going to be fun and I and I already I asked you earlier tonight, go can I go? Yeah, for and, sure. And hold the camera. <laughs> so, um, but that's the kind of stuff to me where like that that's where I see all the work you put into it, it's work. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean? Like that that's awesome. Yeah. And now you've got this idea of something out there that was never ever going mm -hmm. to be conceived of before 
and who knows what's going to come of this. Yeah. I mean, what happens if this turns into like a, a rematch and then a rubber match yeah. and then all of a sudden there's like every time a product launch happens, you have to go wrestle. Exactly. You know, well, and my logo is, you know, uh, Corbin very yeah, gracefully and humbly made me an amazing logo and it's a troll yeah. in a jujitsu gi and my uh, kind of trademark name is trolling and rolling because I love to kind of troll people and rolling is a term in jujitsu when you're grappling. And so yep. I've incorporated jujitsu into my videos a little bit here and there. So it's very much a gaming channel with a troll and a gi. And then I've done some uh, keyboard warrior defense for the keyboard warriors out there. Yep. The online tough guys. And, and because of that, it's, you know, kind of got me this grappling match with this, you know, kind of director of marketing for this large company and potentially getting a cool system. So it's all kind of worked out and I get to incorporate two of my hobbies into a really fun thing. I get to go do a grappling match, which I love. I get to possibly get a free system for the gaming, which I also love. And I'm going to film it for my channel. So everybody gets to enjoy the journey with me. And that's what makes it the best. And it's just a fun, it's a fun thing to experience. And I can't wait to do it. And it's a hundred percent fun. I mean, his name is Eddie. I call him Shreddy. That's his Instagram nickname. He's super cool. And uh, it's just gonna be fun. Like it's gonna be a really good, friendly grappling match. Yep. But I'm definitely winning this match. Like I'm not <laughs> losing this match. So. Oh man. <laughs> um. Have you scoped out his his? Have you stalked him on social media at all? Oh yeah. Oh, can... we've gone full stalker status on Shreddy. So what? Tell me what's his. Well, what's his jujitsu ability? You know, from I, what you that's the thing. I don't even know if he does jujitsu, but he Uh-oh. is an athlete though. He took third in the world in the wakeboarding championship in the master's division last year. Athletic guy. Super athletic, super cool, pretty tough. I've seen some pretty cool pictures, some good beatings he's taken on the water, but, um, but but yeah, this grappling match is going to be, it's going to be entertaining and it's, it's, it's a great way to promote my brand, um, my gaming channel and jujitsu and a great way to promote their company. And he's just a cool guy. I mean, I, I, he's a, he's a great guy and I think there's that headline itself for even if they publish something on their own on their own channels and whatnot yeah. just games marketing director yeah roles with troll exactly from youtube it's i mean how how many companies you don't see bill gates nope. rolling with anybody i mean obviously it's a different level of you know well and people success, have to but. yeah it's, and people don't understand what like i like i didn't understand what grappling really yeah. was until I started yeah. trying to grapple and it's like it took me a while to, yeah. to really feel like i have made any headway yeah but, um so it's a weird thing to stick with, but once you do, I mean, it's a game changer. Yeah. And it's fun to incorporate. Like I said, my passion of gaming has been around from, you know, really some of my earliest memories are holding some sort of controller. And I've always called myself a nerd, even though I feel like I'm, you know, kind of a, in high school, not a jock, but I was athletic and played, you know, sports. I was always gaming on the weekends, my buddies, you know, I've always been a nerd. I went to Comic-Con this year Yeah, uh, and I really got to experience some nerd stuff because there was some serious nerds and I, loved it. and I blended right in it was so fun uh, but then i get to go to the gym and be, do jujitsu with guys who were you know you would consider kind of tough guys but then i'm like dude you're a nerd too settle down you know yeah. like it's just it's fun so it's it's great to incorporate my two kind of passions into my gaming channel yeah and it's it's awesome it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a great opportunity you know my wife likes to make fun of me but uh but she loves it i know she does deep down she's she loves it, but it's, we all have uh, our we all have our hobbies. Exactly. It's uh and and at the end of the day, like what I look at with the podcast is it's just a giant portfolio of, of a body of work. Yeah. You know, you take it for what it is, and and who knows might find value in that. Yeah. So, it it it's gonna be a lot of fun. So that that kind of leads into what we've worked on together, which yeah. is your logo. And I want to talk to people about this because I've mentioned it before. The process for that. So we. Chris uh, came up with the concept, Mm -hmm. had some example images, and we used, we started out with some sketches, and I would send him screenshots, Mm -hmm. and he'd throw some feedback, and we just kind of come up with a rough sketch, and then we used Adobe's Draw app, which is, um, you can download, and it's a vector drawing application, which then you can transfer, you can export into Illustrator and Mm -hmm. fine-tune. Which the reason you use Illustrator, you you found out with because you got a lot of things printed. And yeah, stuff, is scalability. Yeah, and when he says we, he means him because I've <laughs> done nothing. I've literally given him ideas and said, "Could you change that color?" And yeah. that's about it. I, I don't know anything about art. I mean, it's you're I'm also as green the easiest client I've, in the world. Dude. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not real picky. I just gave you an idea and I said, "Hey, this is what I want," and just make it look good. I mean, 
the expectations were low. I think I paid a guy on Fiverr thirty dollars to make my oh, last yeah, thing go. So that's a oh man, talking about Fiverr. Wow, <laughs> we had to have a little talk about that, didn't we, Chris? It was uh, hey, that I don't know what is the man. He he gave it his all, and I I was proud of. I was I was thankful to Ishmael for making me that logo. It was awesome. But I had grown past that. I'd started to get a little bigger. I felt like, and I needed something better. So I had to call up the old Corbin here, the yeah. the master of Adobe, to hook me up with something and. And it, it worked out. It was, it was for me personally, like picking back up the sketchbook yeah, and then learning that workflow of how would you actually do this? And then we have bigger mm-hmm. aspirations for it because um, of Adobe's ability to just continue to add pieces to these. They're sweet. This character animator, we're going to animate this mm-hmm. guy. And when we designed him, <clears throat> we tried to design him in a way with animation in mind. Yeah. Like the eyes and the eyebrows would be animated, the the cheekbones, the mouth. So what's going to have to happen is I'm going to have to draw dots on my face <laughs> and do mocap, essentially, oh, okay. which is motion capture. And what the dots do is you can register them as a specific point on the face. Oh, so this is the eyebrow, this is the whatever. And we're going to learn how to do that. And we're going to animate your logo. And start creating some That's motion. Sweet. I, I'm looking forward to it. Well, I, I got mean, some friends that are look like trolls. We could probably put some mocap on them and <laughs> blend them right in. That'd be all right. <laughs> and uh, one of the other things that I was going to say about working on that was it was just an interesting project in that we didn't, we, we kind of had like a lot of plans up for, or in the future for mm-hmm. it, but getting through each little piece was yeah. still kind of, kind of interesting. And, I do think that you were a really, really easy client, though. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I've never been that picky. Like, I, I don't want people to think I have low expectations. Cause I say, like, oh, I didn't have any expectations on my channel. No expectations on my logo. That's not what I meant. It's just I know that if I put forth the effort into something, I can succeed. And my YouTube channel wasn't about I need to go viral in a year. It's about it's a journey, just like jujitsu. You know, it, right. people want to belt up. They want to get their their stripes they want to get their belt they want to level up essentially but it's like you know what like if you don't plan on, there's no end game if there's no quitting it doesn't really matter at the end of the day like i'm going to be a black belt in jujitsu whether it's 40 or 50 it really doesn't make a difference i'm not going to quit when i get my black belt it doesn't mean i get to turn in my gi and retire from jujitsu i could do that tomorrow if i wanted to right and so same thing with my youtube channel like if i don't have an end in mind why does it matter if i hit 100,000 subs in a year or 100,010 Right. And if it's not because I need to go full-time YouTube because I hate my job and I want to make money, which I love my job, then there's no reason for me to have to go viral. You know, some people, maybe YouTube is their source of income, so they have so much pressure. But for me, being able to do it on my own terms is fantastic. And it's the same thing with jujitsu. You know, I, I get to do it on my terms. I get to go to the gym, I get to train, and I don't need to beg for belts or stripes or anything. I get to do it on my terms. And when my coaches feel I'm ready for the next level, then I accept that. But I don't need to go there hoping that I level up in jujitsu or I, I get a new you know stripe on my belt. It's just, hey, if I'm ready, I'm ready. And if I'm not, no big deal. Like doesn't matter. I'm, I'm going to be here tomorrow. That's a, so, that's a great mentality. Like There's yeah. no particular validation that's yeah. going to trigger anything. Yeah. Just, you, you enjoy just showing up and working. On exactly. It. And, and I'm ambitious in my job because there's expectations uh, on me. So I take that serious, but there's no expectations when it comes to my YouTube because it's my project. Mm-hmm. I don't have someone telling me what to do. Right. And so for me, it's like, okay, I'm going to put out a video a week. I'm going to do the best video editing and camera work that I can with the best audio. And eventually the viewers will come, you know, right. it's just if, the way it is. Right. If you care about the purpose and the content exactly. of, of what you're putting out and not to say that we're ignoring feedback to improve things. Sure. Like no, percent. I mean, trolls are welcome. I love it. I love when they come troll me on my channel. Yeah. It's my favorite, which I was going to say, if you look at your videos, which is tell splash, tell splash gaming on YouTube. Um, you have a lot of comments. Yeah. And I was scrolling through the comments on your latest video this week. Mm hmm. And one of the guys was asking for some sort of digital currency. He wants some free V-Bucks, man. He yeah. wants some Fortnite V-Bucks. Who doesn't? <laughs> Is that what it's from, Fortnite? <laughs> it's Fortnite. Yeah, my kid asks for them every day. I got to pay for his V-Bucks. Oh, gosh. He's buying everybody else V-Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you told him, uh, wait, what did you say? You said, 
you come to the channel where you're trolling and rolling. So I basically told him, I said, we have lollipops and jiu-jitsu lessons and I'm out of lollipops. Yeah, dude. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't have any V-Bucks, but. We but usually have lollipops and jiu-jitsu lessons here and I'm fresh, fresh, fresh out of lollipops. Yeah, dude. That's what I said. Yeah. It's just fun. Like I said, I'm a troll. Like I'm a nice guy. I mean, well, I want everybody to do well, but you know, if you want to come in and give me a hard time, like you have to take it back. And I'm all about uh, thick skin. Like you can come give me crap my channel, but. I, I hope don't so. Don't dish it out if you yeah, can't Yeah, I mean, if you can't it. take it, you can, if you can't take it, don't dish it out. Like, I've yeah. always been that way. And I can take it and I'll dish it out back. But I, you know, there, I, I definitely like people. And I, I, I like the good comments. I like when people say, hey, man, I really like your video way more than, hey, your video sucks. Yeah. You know, I had a, a reference to Bon Jovi on one of my videos where I took the shot through the heart. <laughs> I did like a little dub for a second. And the guy's yeah. like, hey, don't do Bon Jovi again. I was like, hey, man, me and Bon Jovi go way back. You know, like, get yeah. out of here. Like you, just like you don't even make know. light of it. Yeah. It's like, get well, out of here. Well, it's interesting to me, like the whole, as I, I've started to use Twitter, um, a little more and I just, it used to be on Reddit a lot Yeah, and YouTube, obviously I, it's interesting to me how much energy it takes to be active in the comment section. Like you kind of have to, like, that's kind of what you have to be doing mm -hmm. if you want to like have a conversation. I don't know. It's just a really it's just a really odd action for me personally to take time and energy out of like to think of something yeah. to respond if it's solely negative. Yeah. Like if I want to, obviously it's a lot easier if you're going to say something positive, like, Hey, cool video. Yeah. It's easier for me to write a comment like that. But I stop myself when I start to think of like, I, as a preference of me, one out of 8 billion people on the planet mm -hmm. don't like Bon Jovi. So now I'm going to yeah. write this to this. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I some, mean, same with Twitter. Like some people, like what they tweet. Like some okay. people just like to be feel like they're in control and just say what they want. And everybody has their. That's what I love about having your own opinion. You can literally say whatever you want, and that's why I just that's let it roll you, off my back. And yeah. I say, hey, trolling man, you're welcome. Trolls are welcome on my channel all day. But you know, don't be don't be disrespectful. But you can be a troll. Yeah, let's so. have fun about things. Yep. Like it, it it's same with competition like the healthy way to compete yep. that's awesome yeah it makes it fun i mean there's like i said and youtube is such a huge thing and i'm still learning so much about it and, and the biggest i think surprise for me when it came to youtube was you know obviously initially it was just the camera work and the editing but then it was like the actual nurturing of your channel and having to interact with people you know you're getting constant comments hopefully if you're putting out content people mm -hmm. are responding and you have to respond to them or else you're, you know, people don't want to talk to nobody. They want, yeah. they want to respond to you and then you, you want to respond back and it makes them feel like, okay, this guy's actually involved. And you know, if I was uh, just someone watching YouTube videos and I said, Hey, I like your video. I like to see a video, let's say on, you know, the new star Wars game. And the guy responded to me, like I'd be way more apt to stick around and watch his channel yep. than the guy who ignored my comment. Um, obviously when you have, you know, a million subscribers, like some of these guys or hundreds of thousands, you can't go and, respond to 10,000 comments, but it's nice to see YouTubers, you know, that respond. And it's always been an analogy of mine that YouTube is kind of like an athlete a little bit, you know, like you have these famous athletes and the, my favorite athletes are the ones that take time out and still care about kind of where they came from and the kids, because it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, dude, I like watching you play basketball. But if I saw you on the street, like, I don't care if you're LeBron James or Tom Brady, like I'm, I like you. I think you're an amazing athlete, but what makes you any different than anyone else other than you have a ton of money and you're really good at playing sports? Right. Like at the end of the day, it's like, you're just another human being. So, you know, I'd love to go viral just so I could be, <laughs> show people like, Hey, it's, let me go to this Comic-Con event and be famous and show everybody. It's not that big of a deal. Like, Hey, I'm, uh, just, I'm just a guy who has a cool camera, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, it is. It is interesting how just it, it, it the culture of, fame and in seeking yeah. sort of that like and and we talk about that in that the whole like metric of success for a youtuber a podcast channel is download subscribers exactly. yeah uh listens so upvotes and blah, blah 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 so it's weird for us to kind of talk like that but i i feel like and why i've kind of wanted to parallel and like a, in motivation and, yeah. and checking in with you and, and saying and, and being supportive about this project of yours is that i feel the purpose is very genuine yeah and and i and for me the podcast anytime everybody 
ever asked me like why are you doing this mm-hmm. i feel like they're kind of always asking like what are you trying to get out of it like exactly. what's in it for you yeah and and for me i've always been very upfront what's in it for me is I'm building a network yeah of people and i'm learning how to do some different things with uh technology and equipment and whatnot yeah so boom right there now if somebody all of a sudden was like, Hey, I'm going to pay you X amount of dollars a year to do this. That would be awesome. Exactly. Like I would never say no to that, but that's not what it's about. Mm -mm. And so where I'm going with all that is that I I think it's important that more channels are doing it for the purpose. They're doing it just for the content. Um, now, and, and, but also you can't be ignorant and think like you wouldn't accept fame if it came No, exactly. Out, yeah. Like, know? don't get me wrong. Like if, if a gaming company saw my video and said, Hey, we want to sponsor you and send you the rest of your, right. every game for the rest of your life. I wouldn't say, Hey guys, I started this as a passion project. I don't want your free stuff. <laughs> right. Like, no, I would well, take it in a heartbeat. I'd load up my truck full of games and yep. hit the road, you know, like for yeah. sure. But, but that's not what it's about. It's, I, I would say I made it at that point, regardless yeah. of my subscriber yeah. count. If, if a company said, Hey, we want to give you a free game. Dude, the 12 year old kid in me, I never got a free game at 12 years old. If somebody said, we want you to review a game for free and I was a kid, I'd be like, that's the most amazing thing I've ever seen or heard in my life. And so as an adult, you know, your expectations are higher because you start working, you might have money, you might have a family. Uh, but the, the kid in me says, you can't look at, you know, any type of success other than just look at you yourself as a kid, like a, a ch- you know, looking through a child's eyes, innocent eyes, like if I was a kid and they offered me anything for free, any gaming related thing, I'd take it and be so excited. And that's the same at 33. I'm appreciative of anything. And I got a $10 Castlevania game and I'm like, dude, I made it. Like I'm, I got a free Castlevania game. Like I'm done. Like I'm retiring from YouTube now. Like I made it. That's all I wanted. Uh, Yeah. No, we, um, we won the, I showed you the Rode microphone kit. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a, we uh, did the Rodecast and, because we were one of the first 500 entries, we yeah. got this interview kit. You looked it up. It's like an $80 piece of equipment. Freaking awesome for, for yeah. entering a kit. And because you had a podcast, yep. you were able to enter. And if you did not have a podcast, you would have never made it. And so yeah. that first step's the hardest. But but for me, it's the same thing. It's like, I got a cool game. Like, that's, I'm excited. You know? It is. And, it, and you, you have to get over that. Um, I'm sure you feel the same way. Like, the, that you're worried about people thinking that you just want attention. Sure. You know what I yeah. mean? And it and it's a weird it's a weird uh hill to to get over, but once you yeah. do, you don't even think about it anymore. And it's yeah. kind of weird. I don't know, maybe you I'd probably struggle with that a little more than you cuz yeah. you, you kind of have to be like me channel face out there. Yeah, yeah. Where I could just kind of hide behind the guest and ask them questions. Well, it is an interesting dynamic because I feel like YouTube can you can really be like a couple different ways. I mean, um you know, there's some really successful YouTubers that I feel like are the way they are in front of the camera, the same they are behind the camera. When the okay. camera's on, the camera's off, they're the same person. And then, you know, just through like forums and Reddits and other YouTube, like, you know, I hate to say gossip, just stuff you've read. Then there's other YouTube personalities who are awesome in front of the camera, but behind it, they don't want anything to do with the actual crowd that they mm-hmm. got there with. And it's like, man, like you started this just like me, zero subscribers. Like you didn't start off with a golden spoon in your mouth. Like you started off like me as, as, as a nobody on YouTube and you made content and you grew a network and people liked your stuff. And then now you turn your back on the same group that got you there. Like that's, that's not cool. And that doesn't happen a lot, but it's like anything in sports and acting yeah. and yeah. in business. I mean, just small time business is the same way. It's like the people that got you there yeah. are the ones that have supported you. And now you're going to turn your back because you think you're at the next level. And that's just, the way I was raised and, and my personality, like it's just never ever been like that in anything I've ever done. Like it's mm-hmm. always been the same. It's like, like you're my, you've been with me from the beginning and we're still here. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. You know, I always have, I always tell everybody, man, if I win the lotto, like I'm glad you're my friend because my friends are never working again. Like, we're <laughs> all in this together. You know, like I know anybody I've met is getting some sort of payment. Right. That's just the way I am. Like yeah. I, I, I don't, I've never been jealous of my friends. Like I want you all to win the lotto. Because you're my friend. Like, I want you to be the best, you know? <laughs> Tracking so. down some cousin you haven't seen for five <laughs> exactly. years. Like, exactly. I, I got a check for you, man. <laughs> oh, man. I know I got a cousin in jail in Missouri, man. I'm going <laughs> to hook you up, get you some of that money on your books. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For people who wanted to start their own YouTube channel, yeah. what would you, this is an easy question, start sure. a discussion, what would you tell them right away? And, and what would you 
equipment wise initial startup? Yeah. You know, I think for me, um, being, you know, being able to afford the kind of luxury of being able to buy a couple of things is really nice, you know, because I'm not an 18 year old kid that's just starting work and starting a YouTube channel. Luckily I've right. been able to work for a long time and save up a little bit of money to where I could buy equipment. So anybody wants to start a YouTube channel up, I would say the first thing is don't let money ever be an, a, a reason not to do something. Okay. Obviously there's some things you can't do, but YouTube is not one of them. You, everybody now has a cell phone. I mean, 95% of the United States, you know, has a cellular telephone. And if it's within the last five years, it's got a pretty good camera. Right. And I would say all you would need to do is buy a tripod, a cheap tripod for 10 or 15 bucks and start filming with that. Even though the audio is not going to be great, the video is going to be okay. You need to start building a brand. Okay. And if you have a personality, that's going to outshine any other production quality. And I've said it even now, like my production is pretty good. Is it the best? No, but it's better than a lot of channels. But there's some guys that have great personalities and girls that have amazing personalities and their content is maybe not that great, but people love them. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they have a huge subscriber base and that's great. And there's other people that have a total dud personality with incredible production background in editing and filmmaking, and they have no views because people don't like them. And so the biggest thing is just use a, a cell phone. And if you can get a cheap mic, get a cheap mic. All you need is a little audio, little video, and a good personality and start uploading videos. And there's a lot of resources for gameplay. Like World of Long Plays is a website. If you're starting a gaming channel, they let you use their gameplay footage. So you don't even have to have the game to talk about it. If you've played the game, you can download the footage from that and say, hey, I got this from World of Long Plays. This is my favorite Sonic game and talk about it and have amazingly crisp footage for your channel. Um, you know, and like I said, I'm still learning a lot, but you just, That's what I want to interrupt you and ask yeah. you about that. When, how have you learned about um, referencing other people's content or paying, paying tribute or giving credit? Yeah. So there's a couple of things and like, there's no right, I think answer unless you go into like the legal stuff of YouTube. So a lot of times if they have basically like, if you change content by adding commentary, if you add your own kind of like custom music and commentary, then a lot of times you're able to use other people's YouTube videos in your videos because you're changing it for educational purposes or some sort of, you know, like there's a word for it on YouTube. I forget what it is, but you can basically. Informational. You, yeah, it's a. Uh, well, I guess you were saying the term was fair use video, videos. So, so I can, you can use other people's videos under the kind of YouTube or copyright law of fair use. And fair use is basically when you're using. Let's say Nintendo has a new trailer and I want to use their trailer of their game. Well, obviously Nintendo is majorly copywritten and trademarked. So how can I use that? Well, if I add some commentary, if I talk about the upcoming trailer, what I think of it under the fair use, you know, actor law, I can use that video because I'm changing it for commentary purposes or a podcast purpose for educational, for my opinion based, you know, so as long as I'm changing it from the original kind of footage, even if it's the original stock footage and I, but I'm adding something to it yeah. or talking about it, then there's really not a huge deal. And that's, there's a little bit of legal gray area, but a lot of times they're going to let it happen for a couple of reasons. One, Nintendo's getting free advertising through YouTube. Right. I mean, if someone said, Hey, I want to use your footage in my gameplay video, I'd be like, okay, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, you're going to take the time and exactly. energy to put that out there by yep. all means. And so it's fair use. Um, but, but a lot of times music is the one that's not under fair use. So a lot of okay. times audio is the one that you really can't be using any audio. Um, even sometimes game audio is very iffy. So you have to mute it. You oh, can really? use the video footage, but you can't use the audio. So you'll just add your own music into it. And so a lot of times to avoid like having to worry about looking it up, I will just remove the audio from a lot of games and I'll just put my own commentary and kind of background because really it's visual on YouTube. You know, people yeah. want to see it, um, especially when it's little trailers and clips, they don't care about the sound. They want to know what the game looks like and they want to hear, you know, what it's all about. Right. So that's where fair use comes in. If I'm going to use another YouTube channel's content, let's say somebody does a video and I like it, I will reference them in my video, YouTube channel, you know, RT's gaming. And okay. I'll put that like on, on the actual bottom of the video while I'm yeah. commentating just to give them credit. Yeah. Um, and then overall, you know, if you want to send them a quick message and ask them, you can do that too. But there's a lot of stuff with fair use. It's kind of a gray area for a lot of YouTubers. 
uh, because they don't look into the actual legal you know, legalities and stuff. But for the most part, I've never had any copyright strikes. I've okay. never gotten in trouble. And YouTube gives you a few of those before you're kind of done. Yeah, they're not going to just one and done you unless yeah. you're being blatantly exactly. like, off the charts. Yeah, if I take a YouTube channel's full video for an hour and put it online and add a couple things, I'm right. definitely getting in trouble or for you're, that. You're streaming some live sport event or something Exactly, like that. yeah. That's yeah. the kind of stuff that you got to stay away from. Yeah. Or to, so kind of circle back, be original, be yourself, and work on, on work on producing better content and slowly, but don't be afraid to add equipment to your setup as you get. Yeah, going. because you're never gonna be. I mean, from experience, I mean, being a year in, I started off with a cell phone and a small mic, and then every month I would just add to it. Now I've got a pretty good little studio, but it's still not where I want it to be. Mm-hmm. But it's it's great for what it is, and it's honestly probably good enough for what I'm doing for a long time. It's just, you always want to get better, but I don't want people to be deterred from something because they think they don't have the equipment. Cause it's almost like when you hear people say, well, we're going to wait to have kids until we're financially secure. Yeah. When do you, when are you ever really financially secure? I mean, some people are, but a lot of times you have this number in your head. Maybe you want to have $15,000 in the bank and then you have 15, you want 20. So it's kind of the same thing where if you're going to do it, start today, even yeah. if it's garbage quality, Start today, at least start building up. If you get 25 subscribers with terrible quality, imagine what's going to happen when you upgrade your equipment. Right. You're going to grow. Yeah. And so I think that's important that people just, you know, if you're passionate about something, you do it and you network and you grow. And there's a lot of people that have way more subscribers than me that have terrible quality, but Mm -hmm. they've just, they started and they don't care. They put out content every week and they're consistent and people like them and they can grow with their audience and they can buy equipment as it comes. That's that's legit. Um, have uh, I had a question, but then I just lost it. Who have you met through this, as far as networking goes? Yeah, I mean, I've met some really great personalities. I would say the two kind of guys that I've really connected with really well are uh, Wes and Robert at Gaming Off the Grid. Really cool duo. One of my favorite YouTube channels. They were new like me, but I found them early, like in their YouTube career, and I instantly loved their channel. And I okay. put that in one of my videos, and they kind of heard about it. And then they asked me to collaborate with them on a Christmas episode. And since then, we've kind of just, we've done some video conferencing calls together. We've collaborated and they're going to fly into Portland for a gaming expo. So we're going to meet up in the fall. Uh, but they're just like really good guys. And like, they are kind of uh, like me starting off slow. They're growing at a little faster pace than I am. They're putting out about two videos a week and uh, they just have some really good content. I, I joke around like, gosh, you guys, I need a partner in crime. Like I'm talking to myself here and you guys yeah, can bounce yeah. ideas off each other, you know? Yeah. So they have great content, great <laughs> ideas, uh, total nerds like me, but totally cool guys. Yeah. And they're, you know, my two that I really connected with, but there's been some other ones. I mean, there's the nerd Lair, Sean of the nerd Lair over in Seattle, uh, this games company, Eddie yep. at games, great guy. I haven't really talked to him, but just emailed back and forth. And I feel like he's my buddy, even though I haven't had a well, chance to it meet him. His idea, you know, you can get an idea of his yeah. personality. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Like he just, I've followed my Instagram and he's got a, he's got a pretty cool life with his wakeboarding and yeah. gaming. He's always all over the place. So uh, it, it's given me opportunity to meet some really cool people through yep. YouTube. And um, I've done a couple of giveaways and I, mean, I love giving back. Like, it's fun to do giveaways and stuff like that. So, yep, absolutely. I'm uh, I've been, as I was telling you, I've been trying to work on these Patreon uh, tiers to get, get some cool stuff Yeah, for people to help support the shows, but also get something back. But giveaways are fun mm-hmm. and I would like to learn how to do those better. Yeah. But, I think giveaways are important. I think it helps grow your audience and I think it helps people realize like when I say I'm not trying to take away from them, trying to give them something back, I think it makes a difference. Like they understand, they see that, like they realize, okay, he's not joking. Like he's giving us, you know, he's given us $200 in free stuff this year and we've given him nothing. And I, I'm okay with that, but I want people to realize videos and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I just want video. I just want likes, comments and subscriptions folks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know exactly. Motivation as far as for people that who want to start a project like this, um, what helped me was a friend of mine, Jonathan, who's been on the podcast a couple of times, was saying that do not expect your closest people and friends and everybody to be your biggest supporter. Like yeah. you might have one or two like close people that are all over it, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, man, that was great," and they're letting you know every time. But what helped me was looking at the random people I didn't think would like it and have said something. Mm-hmm. That's been huge. Yeah, um, and that's so I would. 
for me to just throw some a little bit of info out there have you felt the same way as like the random the random comment that somebody's like wow and you have no idea who that person is yeah no i i feel the same way i mean really like you know i have a lot of family and uh, friends and a few of them are gamers but my gamer friends maybe don't watch a lot of youtube they're too busy yeah. gaming so you know most of the people that i communicate with about my youtube channel are people that i wouldn't have expected you know i have some salons i go to and they're like into my channel i'm like what you watch my youtube channel like are you kidding me like right. i didn't know you were into gaming right you know like that's and then where i like my brother i'm like oh he'll watch it he's like i couldn't even stand your background music in the last <laughs> video it's like oh, okay thanks dude like thanks bro yeah like, go play some more apex legends all right like, get out of here you know so it's like right. the people that like they're your biggest critics, but you know, it's, it's okay. <laughs> but it's like, Oh, okay. Well, how'd I look? how did my hair look? Like, Oh, you didn't care. Okay. <laughs> you know? So it's right. But yeah, the biggest critics, but the, not, not as yeah, much as the support. Where it's like the people on YouTube, like that's the best video I've ever seen. You're right. like, that thing was garbage, dude. Like, thanks. Like your mom, like telling you how good you are. It's like, mom, right. you didn't watch my video. Yeah. Like you didn't watch a single video. You're just telling me it was nice. Like you don't even have a YouTube account. Like what are you doing? <laughs> I liked every video. Yeah, my mom's like, I loved your video. I was like, which one? Like the one with the games. Like, okay, mom, thanks. <laughs> thanks for your help. That's awesome. Appreciate it. Um, sweet. Well, any sort of resources or things you want to say before we shut this down? It's Telesplash Gaming on YouTube. Yep, Telesplash Gaming at YouTube. Telesplash underscore Gaming on Instagram. Yep. You know, to keep it up with Instagram is a lot of work, but I'm doing my best. It's yeah, like growing a YouTube channel. Same I, thing. I will say we did just publish Trevor's podcast onto his own channel, so the sports segment is now it's it's a standalone podcast now. So everybody has to go resubscribe to Trev and me's sports show now. It's not this podcast. Well, I posted a little bit on social media. Nothing huge, just Instagram stories. And I noticed immediately, like a few downloads, like immediately, just from simply posting. So social media works. And what yeah. I'm trying to say is I need, we all need to get better at it if we want to, yeah. you know, spread the word. It, even if you post one thing a week on social media and you get one extra download or mm -hmm. one extra view from that, it works. Yeah. You know, so I've said it, I think I said it like four times last year that I'm going to try and get better at that. And then I never did just like I have a blog that I'm supposed to be writing with every episode. And then I just published, uh, this is episode 19. I just published episode 18's blog post. And that was last month. Yeah. No, that was February's episode. So it's like, anyways, I know what you mean is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But when you see results, it's motivating. So yeah, for sure. It's tough. It's fun yeah. though. It's a fun journey. It is. Have you ever considered hiring an intern? You know, <laughs> I could pay them in Skittles. In probably Skittles. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think that would be a cool benchmark too. Yeah. To be like, you got a point where you're like, hey, I want to throw some of the like routine things their way. Yeah. And like, and, and maybe like make fun of them a bunch in episodes of like, oh yeah we're gonna ha you know haze the intern today oh it'd be a blast to have someone working on my channel with me and you know the biggest thing for me with the editing if i could have someone yeah. edit my videos and i could tell them what i want and they could do it and then i could do videos of me joking with them and saying dude that's come on come on you know yeah. change that transition out that'd be great and that you know eventually maybe um that'd be you know the case that's why a lot of times i'll put you know we instead of i at yeah. Splash gaming because that way if someone else decides like hey I'm going to start making videos and I want to be part of your channel Then I can say, okay, you can be part of Telesplash Gaming and we yep. become maybe more than just me. It's a company Telesplash Gaming yep. or a YouTube group or a, Telesplash or a network Gaming. network of, you know. Yeah, like we incorporate it, YouTubers. And it really, hard, it really speaks to you that inclusive, like you're creating, you want to give, some, you want to leave something that others can yeah. be a part of. Yeah. Um, and also if you ever want to hang it up, you know, somebody yeah. continues that on once yeah. you built. Um, so it, it's exciting, man. I, I'm glad we got to do this. I know me too. I know initially you were a little hesitant. You wanted to get some, some time under your belt and you know, yeah, it's hard to talk about YouTube up. when you got 32 subscribers I know. and 25 of them are your parents and your brother. <laughs> right. Or yeah. Or the five accounts you've made that exactly. you, you know, your yeah. Kevin Durant style exactly. accounts. But, <laughs> it's true. Um, Creating accounts with your kids are four years old. Yeah. Subscribing to your channel. Yeah. Isaiah is just writing in full sentences <laughs> exactly. in the comments. My son's grammar is amazing when he posts on my YouTube channel. Yeah. 
But um, I am glad we did this. I'm, I've I've talked a lot about the makes one trolley us. project. What'd you say? It makes one of us. <laughs> I'm just joking. See, there it is. The troll. The trolling. <laughs> um, but we've I've I've just it's been a lot of learning and working together. And it's for sure. It's been fun, man. I appreciate your help for sure. Yeah. It and I and I'm excited for the new things. Uh, I think animation is the big is the big direction I need to push creatively. And yeah, for sure. Perfect project to learn that. And everybody, please check out Chris. Go give his videos a gander. Sure. And subscribe to his to, to, to social media and to YouTube. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Chris. And we'll see you guys next time. Keep trolling. Keep rolling. <laughs>